Welcome to the Daily Drive Podcast, part of the Imagine Golf Podcast Network. Enjoy listening to a previous series inside the Imagine Golf app, where each week we feature seven concepts from a best-selling book or a top mind in the game. Here is our founder and the voice of Imagine Golf, Malcolm Scoville. Welcome back to Imagine Golf, the daily three-minute bridge between where we all are now and where we want to be, both on and off the golf course. This week, we're excited to have Nick O'Hearn in the clubhouse, six-time worldwide champion, mentor, and best-selling author. Also, he has beat the great Tiger Woods. Nick is going to teach us how to play better, faster. Here we go. I've played a lot of matches where, world ranking-wise, my opponents have been better than me, especially one in particular, Tiger Woods, when I played him twice. But the good news is that was never a factor in the way I approached the game. I just knew that if I played my best golf, my opponent was going to have their hands full. So it's more a case of controlling what you can control, and that's your own game. Number one, especially in match play, is, is your attitude and your body language and the effort you put in. That's a real key to, to match play, I believe. If I ever saw my opponent with their head down and they're dragging their feet a little, I always thought, fantastic, I've got them. So body language and attitude is huge in that regard. Now, if they're not giving anything away, well, then it's a matter of, okay, playing the golf course to the best of my ability. But at the same time, I'm keeping an eye on what they're doing as well. Usually in match play, the first nine holes, my strategy was to kind of play my own game and then see how I was playing that day, see how the match was panning out. And then I'd reassess after nine holes what the score of the match was. And then I'd go, okay, I either need to get more aggressive or I can just maintain what I'm doing or, you know what, I can just sort of not ease off the pedal a little bit, but I don't have to do too much here because this guy is just self-imploding. I had that in one match uh, in my world match play where my opponent, I think, wouldn't have broken 80 that day. I, I was two over for the day and I won six and five. So that was always a nice result. <laughs> So I went into my matches against Tiger with a strategy. It was a very simple one because at the time when I played him or both times I played him was in the mid-2000s, he'd only ever won a major when he was tied for the lead or was leading going into the final round. He'd never won a major coming from behind. So what that tells you is he's the ultimate front runner. When he gets the lead, he basically closes it out. So my theory was I need to get the lead early. If I get behind this guy, it's pretty much game over. Now, would that have played out if I did get behind? I don't know, because in the two matches I actually played him, I never trailed. So that says that my theory works, by the way. <laughs> but on the first hole of my first match against him, it ended up that I had an eight-foot putt for par to halve the hole, which if you think about it in the context of the match, this is a pretty important putt. My caddy, as I'm lining my putt up, gets behind me and I'm thinking he's going to say, well, it's right edge. And he actually says to me, Nick, this is for the match. That comment by him, it's a pretty big call to make, basically, at this particular point. It's, it's the first hole of the match and he's saying, this is for the match right here because if I miss this putt, I get behind to him. And going on my getting behind to him theory, it's not going to look pretty good. But what that comment made me do was it really made me focus on the task at hand, which is to put a good stroke on the ball. I rolled it in for par for the half, birdied the next two holes, had my lead. I was two up through three, and, and then I just never let go of the match. Match play in general has its ebbs and flows, and that's the thing about a round of golf. It's a roller coaster of emotions. In my second match against Tiger Woods, I was four up through seven, mainly because he was just playing poorly. 
it was a miserable cold day that particular day in Tucson and I was just playing par golf and he just got off to a really bad start. So I was four up through seven with even par and then all of a sudden he made this swing on the eighth hole and you could just see his body language change and he's, he gave it the big club twirl after he hit this shot and I thought, okay, he's found his game again. And sure enough, he went on a birdie run just, you know, on a, on a horrible, cold, tough day. He just made birdie after birdie. But I knew that that was probably going to happen at some stage, so I was prepared for it and I tried to just hold him back as best I could. Eventually, we ended up being square through 16 holes, so he pegged me back those four strokes that I was up on him. But I still knew I was playing well and I thought, well, this can't last. And I birdied 17 to go one up and then he did what he does is the 18th to force it into extra holes and then I got him on the 20th so I think the point of the story is even when things aren't going well just bide your time stay patient and things will turn if you just focus on what you can control and what you can do that's all for today until next time keep imagining what's possible be sure to pick up Nick's new book how to play your best golf strategies from a tour pro depending on where you are live in the world This is available now, or you can pre-order it on Amazon. This is an essential handbook that can help you understand and improve your game. Don't miss it. And, as always, keep imagining what's possible. Thanks for listening to the Daily Drive podcast. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and be sure to rate and review this episode. If you want more content like this right now, Download the Imagine Golf app from the App Store or Google Play and start your free 7-day trial. You can listen to hundreds of snackable mental game lessons. Imagine Golf is helping thousands of golfers lower their handicaps, play more consistently, and get more joy out of the game. Think better, and you will play better. And as Malcolm said, until next time, keep imagining what's possible.